how I fathom spitting. Uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention, pull out the savage written. This is my aphorisms, plus I got bad intentions. Call it the thirst for more and store Mojave vision. At times I'm on the H that Gandhi kicking. So pour a cup of that life liquid that's ever so omnipresent. Other times I'm on this beat, gon' catch a body mission. Like Sun ain't listening, then we hit him like Sunny listen. But nah, let me call my diction. Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 417. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. And I am your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, today, we're going to preview the AFC East, including my beloved Miami Dolphins. Uh, but before yeah. we get too far into that, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. It's really hot. <laughs> it's really hot dude kind of hot everywhere right it's, that's, that's kind of the thing right now just a massive heat wave sweeping the states i walked outside my garden was just like dude you gotta do something like this is like this it's becoming a problem man it's like i'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's so 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 hot um but otherwise i'm good I'm staying cool, staying inside, watching a lot of sports. I'm watching the World Track Championships, which I'm sure you're thrilled about. I, uh, I... <laughs> you know uh, what I'm I want to say? Happened? You know what I want to say? Yeah. It's insane to me that that track stadium is on the campus of the University of Oregon. That seems yeah. insane. That seems like lunacy to me. Well, it's, it's basically it's Nike gorgeous. Campus South. Like, that's basically is, you. Yeah? Right, so... It is a gorgeous stadium. Like, oh my goodness! I was like, uh, I have to go there at some yeah, point. We will. It's yeah. It'll it's be about like a, five hours for you, which won't be too terrible. It's like, um, if you're a track fan, like, there's two things you you feel like you kind of have to go to. You you want to go to the Olympics, but you don't have to go to the Olympics. You have to go to if you're in the states. You have to go to the pin relays, which I've been to. I lived in Philly. Yeah, and you you got to go to Oregon to to Eugene because that it's like weirdly it's like Tracktown USA. It's it's just it's probably just because of Nike. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. But, like I said, it's Nike Campus South. Like that's basically yeah. the University of Oregon. So that stadium is incredible. I just wanted to say it's remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, pre-Fontaine and everything, you know. Um. Yeah. So that's that's my. My my yearly obsession with track. My track fandom comes out like twice a year, like the NCAA's, and then if there's a world championship or an Olympics that year, then I get really into it, and then I'll forget about it until the next time it comes around. <laughs> How often are is that event at Oregon? Is it the World Championship? Is that what it is? Well, this is the first time the World Championship's ever been there, but they oh, have, okay. the, it doesn't host the World Championship. They host the uh, the NCAA championships every year. Okay, it's hosted there. It was hosted somewhere else for I think two years while they built that they rebuilt that stadium. Okay, but now that they've refurbished and rebuilt the stadium, it's it's back. That's just that's where it is every year. Okay, all right. Well, cool. We'll we'll have to go, buddy. I will bring. Uh, I may I might have you drive because I'm gonna need yep. to drink. But it's gonna be fun. <laughs> you'll get really <laughs> into like an athlete. And then you'll just forget about them until you see them on the news like three years later and they're like silver at the Olympics. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that guy. He was so really good. So it's kind of like the baseball draft. I like it's, it. it. It's very much the same. <laughs> Where you're just like, oh, yeah. I remember that guy got drafted. I was excited yeah. about him. Then I completely forgot oh, I like forgot this him. shortstop. He... Forget about him for three, four years. <laughs> then he shows up and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm in. Yep, yep. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm going to try not to make this a Mariners podcast with 14 in a row and Julio Rodriguez Julio. Uh, coming real close to winning the home run derby and all that stuff. Julio. But uh, yeah. Julio. Julio is a star, man. Julio is. Like, I, I'm going to say, I, I'm not going to have a third child, but if I did, Julio <laughs> might be the name. Um, if you ever get another dog, you name him Julio. Yeah, I'm not. I'm never getting another dog, but uh, <laughs> maybe like maybe like a, a a stuffed dog. Like I'll get like yeah, a, the yeah, next yeah. stuffed animal that I get from my girls. Maybe that that Julio's got to be the name. <laughs> that kid's got it, man. You just watch him like in the interviews, and he's just like like yeah, that's the superstar. Yeah, it's it's terrible, man. Like like with the dog. Like I love I love do- I actually love dogs. Um, and yeah, I just. Course. Our dog that we had nine years and then passed, like, I just, it, it, it's like been six years now and I still like, I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not yeah. ready for, I'm not it's ready to tough, do it again. Man. It's tough, man. It's really, really tough. There are, just there are a lot of, there, there are a lot of work. There are a lot of commitment and then they just become part of the family. Like whenever yeah. you mention something like you, you mentioned, oh, we have to do this with Allie. We have to do this with. In my case, Marvin. Like, they just become part of the calculus of the family. Yeah. And then it's just and that last year was just brutal. Like, you're like, am yeah. I holding on too long? And Did I not hold on, on long enough? Did I do right by her? Like, because she just, yeah. you know, they just it's tough, they man. suffer and break down. It's tough, man. That's, uh, but let's uh, let's talk about something yeah. Yeah. Um, slightly less depressing, the Jets. The um, New York Jets? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, this division for me was really easy. Um, I really think there's only two configurations you can go by with this division. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. uh, to me, the Jets are obviously the place to start. Do you want to make an argument? No, you have to start with the Jets. I do think, I, I don't know. I do think there's a world where the Pats are not good this year. <laughs> I, I do think that world exists, but I'm, I'm not willing to go there. Yeah, so like I said, that's that. There are two configurations to me. It's to me the the Bills are first, the Jets are last, and then you can flip flop the two in the middle if you want to. Yeah, I I I don't. The the defense is too good. Belichick is too good for that team to just completely fall apart. Yeah, but I'd I'd be kind of concerned about if I was a Pats fan. I'd I'd, I'd just be a little concerned. Yeah, there's definitely things to be concerned about. I don't love that they're replacing Josh McDaniels with like a combination of Joe Judge and Bill Belichick's play calling. And so I don't like that. That's scary to me. A, a, a way too much Joe Judge involved for my liking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we just, just watched Joe Judge, right? We all I, saw him. I think they are going to run the ball so much. Like people are like Damian Harris, is, Damian Harris or Ramondre Stevenson. And the answer is both. Both. They're both going to get lots of carries because this team is going to run the ball, I think. But um, yeah, uh, but yeah, like you said, the, the defense. We'll get we'll get to the Pats. Let's let's yeah. let's do Jets though. The Jets had a heck of a draft. They uh yeah, they yeah, came they out did. and they got Ahmad Gardner, probably the best corner in the draft, and then Garrett Wilson, possibly the best receiver in the draft, and Jermaine Johnson, a top five pass rusher in the draft, and then they got yeah. Brees Hall, probably the best running back in the draft. So. Yeah. That's four guys who, uh, talent-wise, project to make immediate impact on this offense and uh, Which is gonna or be on huge. this team. So, yeah, Which they look huge. good, you just, man. You you just add four impact players from the draft, and that's that's it's it's bound to make your team better. Yeah, good is still relative, but better is for certain. Yeah, 
And, and, you know, there's things to like. The offensive line doesn't look bad. It's got young pieces that need to develop and be better, but it, it doesn't look bad. It looks like a, a uh, I would call it a developing, emerging offensive line. Uh, and Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, that suddenly looks like a solid trio Listen. of receivers for Zachity Zach to work with. Zachity Zach. I like that. Yeah, I like Zachity Zach. I like that's that. been what I've been calling him. So I like, I like Zachity Zach. I like. I that. like to think that Zach Wilson likes that name. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> and he probably would hate it if he heard it. But uh, I like to think that it's sanctioned. That's what I like to think. Um, are we buying? We're buying Corey Davis. We're buying Corey Davis, right? You know, Corey Davis wasn't bad last year. He was just hurt. So I, yeah. I, I don't think. I think the problem with Corey Davis, I think he's probably miscast as a wide receiver one. I think probably, that if he's your yeah. second wide receiver starting, that I think you're in good shape. Yeah, that's probably fair. Um, yeah, there's talent on this team. It's kind of young, and it's kind of, uh, you know, unproven a lot, especially with, you know, the Garrett Wilson they just drafted, and we still don't know. We still, I'm still willing to say that the, the, the jury is out on Zach Wilson. I'm not willing to say anything. Yeah, you know, like all the quarterbacks last yeah. year, all the rookie quarterbacks, you know, the, the, the start wasn't good. It wasn't good. Right. Dwayne. But it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't by any means. <laughs> and and Zach Wilson, um, at times the first half of the season looked uh lo- looked like he really didn't belong in the NFL. Like he looked really lost and really struggled. The second half of the season he was bad, but he didn't look lost. Does that make right. sense? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. We had this argument there a couple weeks ago where it was like I said that he went from looking terrible to good and you said he went from looking terrible to bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly what happened. But you know, you, you saw the the talent. You saw his his mobility and his uh his pocket mobility and his his ability to scramble a little bit. You saw the arm uh on display you saw the arm talent there uh you know that decision making needs to get better the accuracy especially on the run needs to get better and uh you know develop more of a rapport with those pass catchers i i think you know you're bringing michael floor at offensive coordinator hopefully that'll be a, a nice help for zach and i i think I think there's at least reason to be hopeful for Zach Wilson, but he, he definitely yeah. needs to take a big step. And that's definitely what holds me back from calling the Jets a team that's going to not finish in the top five. You know what I mean? I think that from, ooh, not in the top five. What do you mean? For top the draft? five picks. I'm sorry. End up, oh, end up with yeah, a top yeah, five yeah. draft pick next yeah, year. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to argue against it. Um I'm I'm buying Zach Wilson. I think he's gonna be fine. I don't think he's gonna. I don't know. What I'm talking like multiple time Pro Bowler, but I think he's gonna be fine. I, I I I have a hard time like just completely jumping off the bandwagons of quarterbacks after one season. Let's just yeah. If he comes out, if he comes out this year and looks looks bad again, then I'm like okay, you know. Then I've seen enough. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to see this class next year. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I wish I could be on fly on the wall in all our conversations that you and I are going to have next year <laughs> about this quarterback <laughs> class. You know what I mean? Cause, cause it could go any way. Like Trevor Lawrence could, should be better, but maybe not Zach Wilson yeah. should be better, but maybe not Justin Fields, better offense, but, uh, or better coaching staff, but he might be terrible. Trey Lance yeah. might be terrible. Mac Jones yeah. might get exposed. We'll see who knows, you know, or they might be great. Who knows? <laughs> or they might all be great. Yeah. Um. If I had to bet on one guy, I'm, I'm still I'm still betting on Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be good. Me too. And we'll we'll get to AFC South and we'll talk Trevor Lawrence. But uh, yeah, we I, will. I, I I like him too. I'm I'm probably buying 
him more than I should at this point. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a really hot AFC South take brewing that I can't wait to spring on you. Ooh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, um, I like that. Little little, little tease. Um, yeah. Here's a question for you. Does LeMichael P. Ryan make the roster? Oh, man. I, I love LeMichael P. Ryan and probably not. <laughs> That's your guy. That's your guy. <laughs> he, he got in the coaching doghouse, struggled to stay healthy as a rookie, and he just hasn't been able to climb his, climb his way back up that depth chart. Since then, they've added Michael Carter. They added Brees yeah. Hall. I just I, I don't think, think they're going to cut Tevin Coleman. Ty Johnson's too valuable on special teams. I, I, I don't know that they carry five running backs. and. If they if they don't carry five running backs, and they're probably carrying Trevon Wesco, the um he's kind of an H back. So if you count him, uh, I guess maybe five. But I just don't see P Ryan making the roster unless they decide to cut you know to cut ways with Tevin Coleman. So uh, which I don't think is going to happen. So I I'm yeah. guessing P Ryan doesn't make the final fifty three. Unfortunately. Yeah, it was kind of, Mike, the Michael Carter pick was a, kind of a uh oh, but then the Brace Hall pick was like, yeah, that's probably the end for the Michael. P. Yeah, Ryan. yeah, <laughs> and, and you know, P Ryan, he, uh, you know, it was it was a good run uh, as as <laughs> chairman of of Brandon's guys. So, <laughs> oh goodness. Um, uh, there's a lot of those guys. There's a lot of Brandon's guys. The guys, there's, oh, yeah. there's, there's two different types. There's the guys Brandon likes as a junior in college and then won't let go of that like, even though they have bad <laughs> senior years and then they don't get drafted and they suck. Right? Oh, no. The chairman of Brandon's guys, oh, my goodness. What was our guy's name? The quarterback from Miami. What was his name? I forget. Yeah, Brad Kaya, Felicia's kid. Yeah, Brad Kaya. That is, he is the chairman of the board. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon's guy. And, and, and uh, Lake Seastrunk is up there as well. He was he was <laughs> he a running like back. I love that kid. And he couldn't he get a, he, he didn't get drafted and couldn't couldn't make a roster. It just uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey. You know, it, it happens. Listen, I will say you, you know, listen. um I, I I have to put a win out there, okay? Let's I will say uh, I I thought Devin Singletary was a really good running back in that draft. Yeah. Too. Um. So. See. You know, and Listen. he's been solid. So. Nobody bats a hundred, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if I bat fifty. <laughs> <laughs> it's like baseball. You're just going for thirty. Get thirty. It's a good season. Yeah. Yeah. I might bat thirty on my draft takes. I might. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I I do think that the Jets will be better. But I still think they're going to be last in this division, probably by a, a pretty healthy margin. Honestly. Yeah, I I also think they might be kind of fun to watch. I think you, we yeah. might we might kind of enjoy watching them. And I think the defense might be good. The defense might be good because they have a lot of holes, but they also have a lot of talent. Um, I talked about Jermaine Johnson, the pass rusher they drafted in the first round, late first out of Florida State. He's a mm. consistent player on the edge, should provide an immediate upgrade. He can stop the run and get after the passer. Uh, I think he's going to be an immediate rotation piece behind Vinnie Curry and Carl Lawson. Uh, they're really stout in the middle. Quinton Williams is a perennial all-pro talent. Sheldon Rankins is solid. And then I really like C.J. Mosley. He he showed last year he's still good. D.J. Reed has kind of had a career resurgence since leaving San Francisco, and they brought in Sauce Gardner. Uh, I think I think it's a good defense. It, it It has too many holes for it to be like a top 10 defense, but I think they'll be better. You know what I mean? Can I just can I just give you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? This is the Jets' first nine games. Can I give you the, the schedule? <laughs> mm-hmm. Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Steelers, Dolphins, Packers, Broncos, Patriots. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. 
<laughs> maybe they steal two wins out of that. Maybe they get that Dolphins game. Maybe they get that. Uh, they're definitely splitting with the Patriots. The Patriots fans hate that, but they always split with the Patriots. Oh, man. And we don't know this, what this the Browns are. The, Brown, the Browns might stink week one. We don't know what the Browns are going to be yet still. But, um, yeah, that's not, that's not great, man. That's not a great start. Ah, yeah. three wins. I see three wins. <laughs> maybe four. Maybe four wins. Yeah. I would, I would like to, they'll probably split with the Pats and the, and the Dolphins. That just seems right. Yeah, I have them. I have them beating the Dolphins in week, uh, week eighteen. <laughs> You're such a Dolphins fan. <laughs> look, look, I know my team. At home, week eighteen. That's definitely going to be for a playoff spot. Yeah, Dolphins have a tough <laughs> schedule too. We'll get to that. But Dolphins finish uh, at Forty ers at Chargers, at Bills versus the Packers, at Patriots. That's four or five road games against potential Whew. playoff teams. It's gonna be tough, man. Yeah, that's a that's rough. That's that, yeah. that's really rough. Yeah, I like Miami this year. We'll get to that, but uh, oh yeah, we'll we'll get there. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. I and and I'm actually I actually think the Dolphins will win that game, but I, I'm I'm kind of being a little facetious. But <laughs> <laughs> it definitely feels like that's the game the Dolphins need to make the playoffs. Need to win to make the playoffs. The Jets need to lose it to cinch to cinch up the number one pick, and yeah. the Jets definitely win by two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, I will say if the Dolphins need to win that game to make the playoffs, the season's already kind of gone awry for for Miami. Because <laughs> I think because I I think Miami should be better than that. I really do. So on paper, man, we'll get there. I'm yeah. not ready to go to Miami yet, but yeah, we'll we'll yeah. talk about them. I I I think that the, the yeah I don't think that there's any way the Jets sniff the playoffs. If they sniff five wins, I think that's a massive win for them. I think so too. Uh, so Zach, the key, uh, key numbers to watch for Zach Wilson, nine touchdowns, 11 interceptions and 13 starts. Now we did run in four touchdowns as well, but nine touchdowns, 11 interceptions that, that needs to change. And if that can yeah. change, then Zach can, can take a big step. 55.6 completion percentage. That's pretty rough. And I, I watched a lot of those jets games and a lot of those throws, uh, that wasn't the receiver dropping the ball. So yeah uh you know, those numbers, you, you, you like to see him get at least above 60% this year. And, uh, maybe you know 18 to 9 touchdown interception i think if that happens 60 percent, 18 to 9 i think we can look at zach and say okay that's a good second season let's see where he can take it next if it's similar to what he did last year i think that they need to be serious strongly considering drafting someone next year yeah and not trading him to the panthers let's not do that isn't that what you're supposed to do though with the Jets quarterback that stinks, you just pawn him off on the Panthers. Top top five quarterback, you don't like him anymore, you trade him to the Panthers. That's what happens. The pedigree, right? man. You got to trade for that pedigree, man. Yeah, that's what we're... I, I, you know, we, we kid, but I, I like betting on reclamation projects when they don't cost we kid, you that much. We kid. We kid. We kid. I, yeah, kid. I think it's great. I would, I would argue that Sam Donald cost us a lot. Well, not a lot, but more than not much. There's a second round pick that we could have really used. <laughs> yeah, but a second round pick when you don't have a quarterback on a guy with pedigree, I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a fair risk. I, you know I'm with I mean? you. I'm with you. I'm, 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 I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Even if it doesn't work out, like it's, it's, it, you know, it sucks. So obviously, you want that pick, and you wouldn't do it in hindsight. But I think it was like worth the risk, like <laughs> worth the risk to do that. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm being uh, slightly facetious. 
Um, uh, let's. Uh, I, so I'm I'm going to New England. Are you Are you uh, gonna argue with me? Let's do it. I've got them third. Let's go. I'm ready. I thought you. I thought for sure you'd have them second. Because I do how you feel about your Miami Dolphins. <laughs> so I'm I'm probably too high on the Dolphins this year, honestly, because um I'm I'm I, I kind of like this team, and we'll we'll get to that. But the Patriots, uh, I they won ten games last year. It felt a little fluky, and very much so. A, and I think they're worse this year on paper. So <laughs> agree with you on, on. I think they're worse on paper. I think they they their coaching situation is worse. Yeah. Um. I did. Yeah. And and I feel like that ten wins last year was a little overinflated. I yeah. I, I don't think they were a ten win team a year ago. So I, I I really feel that way. I I think uh, I you know I think they had a nice game plan. They continued to play good defense, and that's going to continue to be the case. That's but I think yeah, that the I think teams have a year of tape on Mac Jones now. And I think they're going to try to stuff the run and try to make Mac Jones beat them. And I don't know that Mac Jones has the weapons to do it. Like, uh, That's, right. you know, Devontae Parker, Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. I mean, we like Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, but that this isn't, this isn't like a, a group of pass catchers that's instilling fear into the hearts of defensive backs throughout the AFC, you know? It's, I don't love any of their skill position guys. Yeah, right? <laughs> any of them. Right, like you tell me, if you tell me I get, I'm, I'm buying Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson together. If you, get, if I could get both of those guys, yeah, sure, yeah, because the one week, you know, you, you just don't know from week to week which guy's getting, you know, the carries. Yeah. But I think both of those guys together can be effective for you. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, you know, we've we're, we're very familiar with Devontae Parker's work. Yeah, huge fan. Uh, Jacoby Myers, nah. Yeah, you know, like I, I've just I don't I don't know where the huge playmaking comes from on that offense, mm-hmm. and if it, it's gonna have to depend on Mac Jones for playmaking, then you know I'm not buying that. Yeah, maybe and, Mac comes out this year and then you know and, and takes a step forward, which he could, he very well yeah. could. Yep. Uh, the play the play calling definitely protected him last year. He only had one game over 300 absolutely. yards, and that was against the Jets. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. That Bills game they played where it was super windy and they just didn't let him throw at all. That yeah. let me know how they felt about Mac Jones. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but they, you know, they finished the season. They had a nice winning streak, but they, um, they finished the season two and four, right? They yeah. with wins against the Jets and the Texans. There you and go. So yep. I, I think a little fool's gold. And then they got, you know, they got blown out in the wild card by Buffalo. Now Buffalo is really good, so there's no shame right. in getting blown out by Buffalo. But, uh, you know, they looked they looked very very overmatched in that playoff game. Yeah, and 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 it doesn't look like it's getting better. And Buffalo will get to looks better. Yeah. And and I just there's that gap between those two seem to only widen. Um, I, I I have seen a lot of stories that uh you know Matt Jones has you know. Has has trimmed up, yeah. He's taken the off season seriously, you know. His teammates love him. That's always a good story, right? I love, yep. I love, I love June, July NFL stories. They're always all positive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're Garrett Blount. Unless you're Garrett Blount, I wish everyone just trounces you for a week for getting away. <laughs> Leonard Fournette. <laughs> Leonard Fournette. Yeah, they are not the same person. Although, I do that all the time. Yeah, although. You know, are they not the same person? I mean, they're not not the same person, you know? I have confused those two for like five years now. 
Um, it's funny because they're not really the same era. Like they're their kinda... names don't sound alike. They don't. They, they, they didn't play. They, they really didn't play together. Like yeah. When Fournette came up, Blunt was about done. So <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. I, don't, don't listen to me. I'm a mess. Uh, but, um, Patriots didn't like their draft. That Cole Strange was a reach. I mean, he might start at right guard soon or left guard soon. Um, yeah, who am I to that. question I remember, the offensive line picks in New pick. England because they, they usually work out for them, but I not, wasn't a fan. Uh, Taquan Thornton, second rounder out of Baylor, really, really fast, really long, unpolished, probably a bust. I had like a fifth, sixth round grade on him. Mm. Um, one guy I do like is Marcus Jones, the corner out of Houston that they drafted. Uh, another guy... I, I, I thought it was a bit of a reach, but I think he could win the return job. Uh, I think he could win both return specialist jobs. And uh, New England knows what they're doing when they draft corners. There's certain positions that New England drafts really well. Corners, offensive linemen tend to be it. Uh, receivers, mm. not so much. So I think this draft yeah. seemed very much like me saying, I, I guess they'll be fine with the linemen and corners. I don't like the skill position players they drafted. And I think that's probably the way it holds true. Yeah, they normally they always hit on corners. Yeah, yeah. I like Pierre Strong, the running back out of South Dakota State. He's a high cut, speedy back, but it's a crowded depth chart, so I don't know. I don't know how he's going to make any kind of impact. And they took my guy Bailey Zappi, who I, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, Western love. Kentucky, yeah, not a fan. I don't know why they took him in the fourth <laughs> round. They wasted a fourth round pick on a quarterback. It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> Maybe I was just thinking of getting trying to groom someone to be a backup. I don't know. That's got to be it. Jarrett Stidham is probably uh, up for contract next year or something like that. I haven't looked at his contract stats, but that's got to be that, That's the only thing that makes sense to me is if Stidham's contract is up and they want to just groom the another backup. So I don't know that he's he's not listed on their roster. Stidham isn't. He's on the Raiders. Jarrett Stidham went to the Raiders. Whoa, I missed that. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, he's a Raider. So that makes perfect sense that Bailey Zappi's there now. So they needed a new backup. Brian Hoyer's uh, 706 years old. So that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> you didn't like him at all. It was so funny listening to you talk about him in the draft. I was like, <laughs> we need to add an apologies to Bailey Zappi. Like, Brandon is going in on this poor kid. <laughs> <laughs> just a, I just saw a huge gap between, uh, you know, the, the top six guys and him. So. Oh my goodness! I yeah, I've just learned over the years to just you know, because my hatred of the Patriots is so pure and honest, like they just <laughs> always seem to disappoint me. So I'm expecting twelve wins from this team. Like, like yeah, in, in yeah, you can't count them out, right? Because they they are well coached. So. Inexplicably, twelve wins and they win the Super Bowl. That's the only way this ends. <laughs> football gods hate me. <laughs> I uh, I oh, I hope not. I I don't know what'll happen. I don't know. I don't know if I can handle like twenty years of Mac Jones being the next Tom Brady. Like I can't handle it. So. Mac Jones seems like a good kid. I mean, I I'm not rooting against Mac Jones. I'm just rooting like against the guy. Pats. Yeah. <laughs> I have no no ill will against Mac Jones at all. He seems like I I hope he has a good career. It's just ugh. Really, yeah, I wish he'd just be nice if he was like, like a Texan. Yeah, I hope he wants <laughs> too much money. The Pats don't re-sign him, and then he goes and has a Hall of Fame career in Houston. That's what I hope. So, <laughs> uh, seven wins. That's not. I'm gonna say seven wins. I think the defense carries them to seven win wins. The offense struggles, and uh, the Dolphins made too much of a leap, uh, and the Bills are still too good, and the Patriots end up out of the playoff picture. That's what I think. That's a hundred percent what I believe. And that's only two wins less than last year, so it's not, or three wins well, less than last they year, so it's not last insane. Year, so that's, 
And they and listen, there was three wins they had last year they very easily could have lost. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh they had some close ones, um, and they had some ugly ones. They had some ugly they had wins. They had a stretch there, like like maybe like four or five straight weeks where they looked pretty good. They were playing weak comp- weaker competition. Yeah. But there was like four or five weeks there where we were like, we, everyone was like, oh, are, are the Pats going to win the stupid Super Bowl again? <laughs> <laughs> but you look at those wins like it was, uh, you know, Tennessee and, and Atlanta and Cleveland and Carolina, you know, yeah. the Jets. Those were- yeah. Those aren't the best the, wins you Tennessee could with have. Tennessee right after they had lost, you know, Henry. And it was the Browns right whenever they had lost or well no, I think uh Baker may have played that game, but Baker was was, was hurt all of last year. No one wants to admit that fact, but Baker was hurt all of last year. Yeah, yeah. The Browns weren't the Browns um, last year. Yeah. <laughs> Which so, sounds yeah, those, weird. Those, <laughs> I know. Maybe that makes them the Browns last year. So <laughs> But they um but yeah, those the, those the, that little stretch they went on, kind of less impressive in hindsight. Yeah, yeah, and not, like, and not at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like they were like going into Buffalo and destroying the Bills or anything. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, by the way, I looked at that wrong. They started the season two and four. They ended the season one and three. That's what I meant to say. Sorry about that. And yeah, then they had that good stretch in the middle that really that kind of yeah. carried their season. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah, but they ended the season with losses against Indianapolis, Buffalo, and Miami, and they, they beat the snot out of Jacksonville um, without a coach. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, I would be concerned where I have Pats yeah. fans. <laughs> yeah. it's, um, they're not concerned. The Pats fans are very excited. <laughs> they're in. They are in, man. That's so funny. This is off topic. We'll do this really quickly. James Harden re- re-upped for two years with a player option. Uh. You cannot convince Philadelphia fans that they are not winning the finals next year. And yeah, I love right? it. I love it. <laughs> Let's go. I want this hubris. Bring this. You're telling me I get hub- get braggadocious Philly fans depending on James Harden in the finals? Let's go. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm ready for this. This is not going to end at all the way y'all think it is. <laughs> I'm looking at the Pats' schedule. Again, they have a tough start, a tough finish, and kind of a soft middle. So we'll see. Yeah. That we'll see what right. happens. It might be a similar uh, trajectory to last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 10 wins. Great. Let's no. get them back in the playoffs. No. Seven, se- seven <laughs> wins for the Pats. I, think, I just think, I think they're going to struggle offensively. I really do. Like, I think they'll run I'm the ball you. okay, but I think they're going to want to win with low-scoring games. It's hard to do that in the NFL consistently. Um, just offenses are just too good. Um, that week one, Pats-Dolphins. We can, trans- we can go into the Dolphins. I really need the Dolphins to show up on that game, and they, it's not they even need because to, yeah, that's that. It's not even that it's like a huge must-win game. Like they can win, win, lose that game and still make the playoffs, but I just want them to just you know make a statement week one. Yeah, I, I, they really, really, really need to because I feel like if 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 Tua does not come out and play well, and I mean really well this year, I definitely think they move on from him. Because it seems like they want to, or, or maybe it wasn't the coach that really wanted to. That's I think it, it was Brian like Flores, in, yeah. Yeah, it seemed like it was Flores. In hindsight, it seemed like it might have been Flores that really just didn't like Tua. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really, I just want, I want, you know, they don't have to win that game by three touchdowns or anything, but they need to look good in that game and they need to win it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, Tua, Tua doesn't need to, he doesn't need to put up Mahomes numbers in that game, but he needs to look efficient and needs to look look good he needs to look good yeah. the team needs the team needs to win honestly 
without stress. Like it needs to not be a yeah close drag it out ugly game. Like they need to the the Dolphins come out and take care of business because they should be they should be much better than the Patriots this year just on paper. Yeah, on paper they they look top to bottom offense and defense honestly look better. Yeah, and they need to come out and they need to just take care of business. If if we're gonna take them seriously as a team that I think could be a problem in the playoffs, which I'd like, I've I've got them making the playoffs. Yeah. I need to see it in that game. Week one, we need to get out of the block, and you need to show it to us. Because on paper, man, that Dolphins team looks stacked. <laughs> just gonna they had honest. a really nice offseason. I really like Mike McDaniel, the head coach they brought in. Uh, they added uh, three running backs who were all better than any of the running backs they had on the roster last year in Chase Absolutely. Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, and Sonny Michelle. I know none of those guys are world beaters, but Edmonds is a playmaker, right? Sonny Michelle right. is a nice plugger. And Raheem Mostert, you know, it's it's hard to expect a lot from him, but if he's healthy, you know, he'll he'll make some big plays. Like he's productive whenever he plays. Uh, and the thing and then, about yeah, the thing no, about running back in twenty twenty two though is that you don't you don't need Derrick Henry. Like you can have a, a a a running back a room of three really good guys that can carry you. You don't need that cowbell, you know, gonna carry get three hundred carries a year running back anymore. Yeah, and McDaniel has made it work for years, like cow in bell? San Francisco. Bell so bell cow. Mm-hmm. Is it bell cow or cowbell? A uh, bell cow. Bell cow. I said cowbell. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with cowbell. I like cowbell. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, obviously, the big the big addition is Tyreek Hill. Um, that yeah. changes the entire dynamic of this offense. Adding the speed that you get with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle uh, is ridiculous. Cedric Wilson's not a bad player. They brought him over from Dallas. So they've got good, high-quality players. Um, you know, a lot, lot of playmakers in, on the offense, which is great. And then they added two uh, significant upgrades on the offensive line. Now, the line still has some question marks. That's probably the biggest question mark on the team. But they, Taron Armstead, when he's healthy, is an all-pro tackle. And Connor Williams is a Pro Bowl caliber guard. So very, very quality players. Uh, I'm excited to see what they can do. And I think that they're going to have a great season. I really do. I, I, I kind of agree with you. I agree that I think, I think um, you know, the, the, how, what do you make of the concern of Tua not being, of Tua like, not be, or excuse me, Tua being a step down of a, of a quarterback for, for Tariq Hill? Mean, meaning that you may see his number suffer because he's not playing with Patrick Mahomes, basically. I think you will see them, uh, you know, I, I think you will see them suffer a little bit, uh, but I don't think that that's going to hurt Miami. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's going to hurt Tyreek Hill as a fantasy prospect, but you got to remember, like, Tyreek Hill put up big numbers with Alex Smith. Um, now, it helped that yeah. Andy Reid was the coach, right? But he's a really good player, and he's a good route runner, and I don't think Tyreek Hill is a product of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, we could talk about Tyreek Hill whether or not it's easy to root for him or not, but he's a super talented player. Oh, yeah, he's, I mean, so, he's a piece of garbage. But I mean, yeah, he's a terrible person, right? Um, hard to root for. But, uh, you know, him, and then the other thing is, you know, teams aren't going to be able to just focus just on Tyreek Hill, right? Because Jalen Waddle showed last year that he's a heck of a player. So Yeah, I'm uh, Waddle. You know, and now we've got a new offense. Mike McDaniel uh, was a big reason why Debo Samuel did what he did last year. You might see similar plays to both Hill and Waddle because both those guys can run with the ball. I, I think 
I think the offense is going to be fine, even if Hill doesn't do what he did in Kansas City. I don't think they need him to do what he did in Kansas City. I think they need him to make defenses believe he can do what he did in Kansas City, which I think he could do. Um, talk to me about Miami's defense. I, it has the ability to be top five in the league. Um, it's yeah. been really good the last couple of years. Now, the coaching overhaul going from a defensive-minded coach like Brian Flores, who's a really good coach, to an offensive-minded guy and Mike McDaniel, that's a, that's a question, right? Will that make a difference? Because the defense was terrible for the first six weeks of last season and then dominant for the rest of the year. So the talent is there. They have arguably the best secondary in the league. Uh, they have a, a really good defensive line. You'd like one more pass rusher probably, but... They brought in Melvin Ingram, so maybe Melvin Ingram can do just enough in a rotation role. Uh, Jalen Phillips and Javon Holland looked like really, really knock it out of the park draft picks last year. Uh, Phillips, the pass rusher, and Javon Holland looks like an all-pro level safety. Uh, I, I think they're, they're great. They extended Xavier Howard, so the trade rumors will go away. They've got uh, you know great corners. Jerome Baker's not a bad linebacker. I actually kind of like Channing Tindall, their third-round pick out of Georgia. He's a, a you know high upside player. He can thump. He covers a little bit. I, I think he might make an impact on this team at some point in the not-too-distant future. Andrew Van Ginkle's been a good overrated, uh, or I'm sorry, overachieving uh, outside linebacker for them. I, I think that it's a good defense. Uh, I do worry. I think it slips a little because of the coaching change, but I still think it's a top-10 possibly even a top five defense of the league. I, and that's gonna, that's really where my bullishness comes from because I think Tua takes a step forward with with all the added weapons and better protection and better coaching. Uh, but I really think because the defense is going to continue to be good, I think Miami could be kind of nasty. I agree. I'm with you. Nasty. Yeah. Let's go. A nasty dolphin. Could be could be a nasty dolphin in the in Miami. It's uh... <laughs> <laughs> Got to watch dolphins, man. Um, I'm... I'm now you know me, right? I might be wrong about Miami, but this isn't me being a homer. This is let me uh, let me assure everyone: Brandon is not a homer when it comes to the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, because I tend to lean. If the anything, other way. he goes the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon would be that they could be having a great season, and Brandon just be like, "I don't believe it. I don't buy it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that. That's far more likely to be what I do. Brandon is some, so, I'm more. I'm more a Panthers homer than you are a Dolphins homer by far. Yeah, I'm probably more a Panthers homer than I am a Dolphins homer. <laughs> um, and a fantasy question. Yep. If you had to draft a running a Miami running back, would you? Who would you draft, or would you just not draft a running back? <laughs> um. You know they're all pretty cheap, so I'll draft any of them, honestly, except yeah. Gaskin. I won't. I won't draft Miles Gaskin, but uh, Chase Edmonds uh, in, in a PPR league, I'll draft him. I think he's solid. Uh, I've done a lot of uh, kind of hero running back strategies, which is uh, where you take one really good back early, and then you load up on receivers, and then you kind of fill out the back end of your your RB two and and other running backs with. Uh, you know, like upside guys or, or pass catchers or like handcuff players that might do well in a starting position. So I have a lot of rosters with Chase Edmonds because mm. he he's a guy who's going to produce because he's going to catch probably four or five balls a game. So I, yeah. I like I like Edmonds. Uh, Mostert's a nice lottery ticket. He's available really late. We've seen him be very productive when he's healthy. The problem is he just only plays a few games a year. 
and that's yeah. kind of the issue with him. And then, of course, you never know if the speed's going to be gone after such a bad injury last year. Hope he can come back and be awesome. But because he doesn't cost anything, it's you know it's very easy to talk yourself into taking him and stashing him. Uh, and then Sony Michelle, I'll take him. He, he's another guy available end of the draft. He was quality RB two in fantasy when he was starting for the Rams last year. Uh, Raheem Mostert, we talked about his injury issues in the past. Chase Edmonds, not exactly Mr. Iron Man himself. There's a very real possibility that we have a stretch of four or five games where Sony Michelle is getting 16 carries a game and putting up RB2 numbers again, especially in this offense with Mike McDaniel. So all three of those guys I like because they're cheap. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to be I'm I'm going to be targeting them probably, you know, my RB3. Yeah. RB2, I'll, I'll probably start looking at Chase Edmonds. Yeah. Yeah, which makes sense. He's going like in the 7th, 8th round. Um and that's yeah, about that right for right. him, I think. That sounds right. Now, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, that's that's a different story because you, you got to pay late second for Tyreek Hill and a third-round pick for Jalen Waddle. That's a little harder to stomach for me because it's hard for me to see this offense producing both of them. Now, I think they're both going to be good, right? I think they're both going to have fantasy value, but you're taking them over guys like Keenan Allen, and that's tough for me. Jalen Waddle, I love Jalen Waddle, but in the third, that's rough. It's tough. It's really, really tough. Um uh, now, Tua, on the other hand, Tua is available super late. So he's my QB, two in a lot of leagues. Mm. I think Tua's going to have a good year. I, really I think do. so, too. I said, I said, I that, I said that last year, too. So. And he didn't have a bad year last year. He, he just got hurt bad. again. So we'll see he's if he gets bad. hurt. <laughs> he's not bad. I hope he doesn't get hurt, man. I really want Tua to do well. Um, I just, I, we... it, it just kills me that people hate Tua and like Jimmy Garoppolo. It just kills me, like or or Mac Jones. Like it's Tua's yeah. winning just like they are. His advanced metrics are fine. His numbers aren't <laughs> any worse. I just don't understand why people I just saw, think he's garbage. <laughs> I saw a rumor on Twitter this morning that said the Falcons have called about Jimmy G. Yeah, I hate that. I I just I don't know what just you're doing if you're the Falcons acquiring Jimmy G. It doesn't make any sense. You're going to stink. You're going to stink. Take your top five pick. Yeah. Somebody said the Saints would be a good spot for him. I like that. I think the Saints are okay. I think the Saints would make sense for Jimmy G. Yeah. Um, I know the team has granted Jimmy Garoppolo uh, his people uh, permission to go and find a trade. So that seems like movement might be happening. I love that. Like, Go do my job for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, what that t- what that means is this is more important to you than it is to me. Like that's what it is. <laughs> like yeah, I don't particularly care. If you find a team that wants you, then cool. Yeah. That that's basically what it is. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know where Jimmy G makes like teams have filled up. It's like we're like oh, teams are reporting to camp. Like I mean, like it's just every team is pretty set with what they're gonna go into the season a quarterback at. I'm still kind of shocked. Seattle is just gonna roll with Drew Locke. I, I I didn't. I thought they would add someone, but they're just moving on. Like, let's go, Drew Locke. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like that's what they're gonna do. It doesn't sound like they have a whole lot. Um. Yeah, I think it makes sense. So. Sure. Are we ready to talk about the Buffalo Bills? Uh, we have, are. We can talk I about have, the Buffalo Bills. They, they, I think, Super Bowl contender, right? What do you think? 
they are my pick. Spoiler alert, my pick to make the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, they were really good last year, and they added some good pieces. They didn't really lose. I don't think they really lost anybody. Uh, Vaughn Miller, you know, you don't love the contract, but he he's going to help the team. He's going to be yeah, a big part I, of it. Yeah, I, I, you know, I ultimately don't think that turns out to be a huge impact. He's, I mean, he's just older, injury-prone. He'll be good when he plays, but I just worry about how impactful he'll actually be. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think... I, I don't know. I think he's going to impact that team. I think he's going to help. Um, you know, I think he's going to help guys like Va- guys like Greg Rousseau. Uh, you know, AJ Epinesa, the the young kids. I think he's going to help them develop, and I think he's going to get some key uh, sacks at key times. And I think that they're deep enough on the defensive line that they'll be able to rotate him in, limit his snaps, and which should make him more and more effective. And you know make his career a little bit longer. I think they'll be able yeah. to Tim Duncan him. You know what I mean? They'll be able to control yeah. his, his snaps and make him most effective. Tim Duncan him. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the Tim Duncan treatment. Yeah, he's a really, he's still a very, very good player, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was, he was a, a pivotal part of the Rams Super Bowl run last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's talk just, about their draft real quick. Sure, sure. So they added Kier Elam, uh, the corner from Florida. He's a risk-taking corner, big play potential. Um, I think his floor is a nice slot corner. Uh, they already have a nice slot corner in Taron Johnson, so I think they'll start Elam outside early on. And I, you know, he might take his lumps, but I think he's going to be a quality cornerback too. You might hear some noise about him early on because he'll be starting opposite Tredavious White. And Tredavious White's so good that other teams are going to target Elam. And so he's going to have some growing pains. Uh, Bills fans, be patient with Elam because he's going to see a lot more targets than your average rookie, and it's going to take him a minute. So just Mm. be patient. Um, And then they drafted James Cook in the second, pass catching back out of Georgia. I think that's really nice. I think he'll make an impact early on. Uh, And then I kind of like, you know, um, Terrell Bernard, the, the linebacker from Baylor. He's undersized. Uh, kind of a tweener, but he's real rangy, and I think he'll he'll play at least special teams. But I think he might get a little bit of dime work because he's so yeah, rangy and he can kind of work uh work around, or he might spell Tremaine Edmonds a little bit. So I kind of kind of like Terrell Bernard. I think they had a pretty good draft overall. And uh, again, you know, they they lost Emmanuel Sanders, but I think that Gabriel Davis is going to be just fine. Jamison Crowder they added in. I think he's not done yet. It's it's a good team, and they had a good offseason, and they just have, they still have one of the most dynamic offenses in the league. One of the best offenses in the league. One of the best, you can make an argument for the best quarterback in the league. They were about one play away, a coin flip away from making the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, boy. Make, yeah, they, if that plays different, who knows how that turns out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm buying all of the Buffalo Bills stock. Like, I, like, this looks like the team that, you know, and, you know, you always do worry about, you know, you can make this argument about every team every year. Someone's going to take a step back. Maybe this is the team. But I don't, I don't think so. I think they are pissed that their season ended the way it did. Josh Allen seems like he's, he's throwing shots. He's making jokes. He's going at Tom Brady on Twitter. He's ready. I'm in. I'm buying all of the Josh Allen stock. What's his MVP odds? I'll look that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I think I think I, Josh Allen might be if I were betting MVP, I think Josh Allen would be my bet. I think it's a solid bet. I think that's a really solid bet. Um are we are we worried at all? Just it, it maybe an even in, just a little bit of a worried about their running back situation. Are we worried at all? I'm not cuz I like Devin Singletary. He was one of the best running backs in the league over the last 5 weeks of the season. Like he was <laughs> he was really good. I think it, I think I think Rashad Penny was the only one who did like better um that's you awesome. know i love that be- better fantasy production over the last quarter of the season or something like that i like, love that rashad penny was swinging fantasy playoffs that makes me very happy. he was killing it man i i love like i had a lineup that was in a championship and i was starting like i was starting devin singletary and like rex burkhead and i won and it was like it was ridiculous i was like what's happening <laughs> Rex Burke has another guy that just shockingly came in and started swinging fantasy games. <laughs> I, it was just, it was just shocking to me. Um, yeah, I don't see that. To me, would be the only position on that team. I, I don't, uh, I, you know, Devin Singletary is good. I do uh, a little at Devin Singletary though, just, just, just a little. He gives me a little pause. Yeah, I, I think that what they're going to do, they're going to keep him as they're between the tackles runner and that James Cook is going to get 60 targets. That's what I think. And I think that's going to be good for yeah, the offense. Yeah, that probably make yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't have a single worry. Now, my question for the Bills is Gabriel Davis is being drafted um, in like the fifth round of fantasy drafts right now. And that seems crazy. to me. I like Gabriel Davis and I'm excited about Gabriel Davis's, um, you know, uh, pending breakout season and all that but fifth round man like you're you're drafting him assuming that it's already happened right it's pretty high fifth is yeah fifth is kind of high that's high i i I seem like there's like there's a lot of people i'd rather have in the fifth yeah yeah i i mean i like him i maybe he's worth it maybe you know it's a good offense and all that but whoo seems high it's It's really high to me uh for the record just to say uh, josh allen has the best mvp odds at plus 700 just, oh, that makes sense. So. Just, just putting that out there in the universe. All these MVP odds make sense. Trey Lance at plus 4,000 is insane. Anyone that bets that needs to have their FanDuel account taken from them. <laughs> Trey Lance is not winning MVP. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think we both think that Super Bowl is the ceiling for this team. I think they're going to be in the hunt for best record. I think this is a 14-win team. I think this is probably my pick for maybe best team in the league. Yeah, they've been knocking on the door, and they honestly, you know, the loss to the Chiefs was nothing indicative of them not being a great team. They're a phenomenal team, and uh, they could have just as easily won that game. It was one of the best playoff games I've ever seen. So. Yeah, I remember thinking through through that game. I didn't text you this during that game because you were on blackout during a yeah, during the uh, during the playoffs, which is honestly, honestly, like you know, we need to talk about it because this like we I can't go through another season like this. Yeah, not being able, not being able to tweet uh, to the text jokes to you during the during playoff games. It's in, it's it's just unacceptable. Yeah, I was supposed to. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's gonna be a while. I really do. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, of course, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm the worst sports friend. It's <laughs> I watch all my sports at 10 o'clock at night. Like it's, I watch it all on DVR late at night. Cause I, you know, so 
<laughs> and now that uh, we'll see how this goes now that um i'm gonna be in the west Coast. i don't know that we've said on the show that i'm officially moving to seattle have we said this i don't know but congratulations buddy and congratulations to ivana yeah we are moving to seattle washington so i'm gonna be west coast now i've, I've never been west coast for sports yeah so I'm i don't so know excited. how this is gonna go i don't know how this is gonna go because it's gonna be weird like football is gonna start at 10 a.m that's weird it's um, so- it's so funny the the change in me because when I was a kid, like I I uh, you know I used to have to like set an alarm to watch football and like I was always <laughs> scared of oversleeping right and so like I loved when I moved I think I was twenty two when I got when I went to the to the East Coast and I was so excited that football didn't start till one right I was like this is great it's like. <laughs> No threat of me oversleeping and missing football. Right? I don't have to get up early to watch football. And then, like, I stayed on the East Coast for, like, 12 years and was, like, by the end of that, I was, like, my God, I want West Coast sports time. I'm staying up till 1 in the morning watching sports. This yeah. has to stop. And then I got back to Oregon, and I'm, like, this is the best because I'm up at 6 yeah. anyway. So I'm, like, right. this Especially is great. Once you, have, once you have kids, it doesn't matter because you're up at 5 anyway because they don't sleep. <laughs> so you're up anyway so you're like might as well let's get some sports out of the way oh. well i think you do you will miss the you won't you'll i think you'll you'll never see another you know england london game though because the london games start early east coast time so it, it's like four in the morning west coast time isn't it it's true yeah yeah yeah. it's very true so sometimes you have to get up early if you want to watch that london london game so i think it's i think it's a, i think it's a very you know that's it's a price to pay Sacrifice. Yeah. You watch the Jags beat the Texans or whatever the crappy game is they always send to London. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. So the, I will be I'll be at the same time as you, but still, you still won't be watching sports. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Um, and I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry That's that I suck right. as a sports friend. That's okay. That's okay. The the Bills and the the Chiefs are locked in one of the greatest playoff games of all time, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'll tell you what. If if we get another game that's like obviously going to be very exciting, maybe I'll ask and beg and plead with my wife to allow me to yeah. watch it. <laughs> or, yeah, that would be nice. And part of it is my unwillingness to miss any of the game, right? So, right. Because right, if I watch the game, I'm going to have to take an hour in the middle of it to go yeah. put the kids to bed. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm not willing to uh, miss that hour of the game. So, Kids, man. Yeah, kids. Yeah. I'm not sure who I'm going to pick to win the Super Bowl, but it might be the Bills. Might be the Bills. It feels like their time, doesn't it? It, it, that, that's, it does, and that's always... Uh... That's always scary. <laughs> always a concern. <laughs> that's always scary. Whenever yeah. it feels like a team's time, that's always terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Right now, gun to my head, and this will probably change, and you're, you're, you're not going to um, gonna laugh at me for this probably, but right now, gun to my head, Bills over Cowboys is probably what I would pick. That is my Super Bowl! That is, is it my really? Super Bowl! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that is my Super Bowl! <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little too high on the Cowboys right now. I really like, I like their off season. I like that Dak is two like years this. removed from the injury. I don't like this. Two weeks in a row, we've agreed on divisions. We have the same Super Bowl. We need to, this, this, this is, this isn't right. We cannot agree on the NFC East. That's just a rule. Yeah, it's true. A- we can't. We're not allowed to. Um, 
I'm going to have to be high on Washington or something just to throw you off. So, well, I was, what I was going to say earlier is that I saw a clip of Warren Sapp talking about the defensive line for the uh, for the for Washington, and I, I'm kind of in. <laughs> yeah, he kind of sold me. <laughs> there are things to like about Washington. There are definitely things to like about Washington. We'll do maybe we'll do the maybe we'll do NFC East next week. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be into that. Yeah, I saw that clip of Warren Sapp, and I was like, "Woo, okay, Warren, you got me ready." <laughs> Warren Sapp. It doesn't feel like it's been that long since Warren Sapp played, but it's been forever. Okay. Very funny. All right, so we agree completely on this division. Uh, very boring. Apologies to the listeners. We're very boring yeah. two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row, we got a full. Uh, we fully agree. Next week, if we do the NFC East, we may have this. We probably will have the same winner, but I don't think we'll have the same order. Hopefully not. Okay, hopefully not. Hopefully not. We'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> before we go, let me just mention it really helps us out. If you go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave us a nice review, so please do. That does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook, download us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. You should also follow us on Twitter, at twoguysdwayne and at twoguysbrandon. Go check out Serge Severe. His music is fantastic, and he's got some great merch out. Apologies, as always, to Ryan Tannehill. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you with another episode next week. It's that infinite, fill in the gap synonyms. Extract minerals, twist it and dash cinnamon. Flavorful, neighbor sniffing from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme rap and then we dish it. Yo, close. your attention's on the fire. Cause on the mic, I call experience. I'm like a giant. 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 I'm like a giant